Hello everyone and welcome to Discussing Trek. Today we are reviewing episode 5 of Star Trek Strange New Worlds, Spockamock. Like always, I'm your host Clarence and I'm joined by fellow Trekkie, co-host, and friend, Ashley. How are you doing, Ashley? I'm doing well. Happy to be here. So you're a new Trekkie. Oh, are you a Trekkie? T- tell me, are you a Trekkie? I don't know. I feel like feel like it's a whole world and I'm just on the tip of it. So I don't know if I can call myself a Trekkie yet, but I'm here for it. So you are completely caught up on Discovery, right? I did catch up on Discovery. Discovery is my first real leap into the Trek world, you know. And we watched Picard season I two. I watched Picard, liked it a lot. And now brand new Jean series. Jean Luc. And New series now, Strange New Worlds. Strange New Worlds. Yep, this is my third. Okay. Show. All right. <laughs> so, so how are you liking it compared to before we get into this very good episode of of Strange New Worlds? How do you like this series compared to the other two? Well, I don't know if you want to start off with that because I have a lot to say. But Uh-oh. compared to. Picard and Discovery, those shows, um, I really like them. Great shows. Um, Discovery got a little bit sappy towards the end of it for me personally, but that's okay. I liked it a lot. But I like Strange New Worlds because I really like um, like episodal shows. I like to have some closure, some closure at the end of okay. the episode. Fair enough. And so by that, like, stands alone, I like, really like Strange New Worlds a lot. Which is awesome because that's harkening back to the, the 90s Trek or Trek of all. You know. Yeah, I'm a fan of 90s TV. Oh, really? Okay, we might have to dive into that at a later date. Okay. All right. Well, let's go ahead and get into our review of Spock Amok, which was written by Henry Alonzo Myers and Robin Wasserman, while Rachel Lieterman directed the episode. Spoilers. Red alert. All hands stand the battle station. What gives you the right? You cannot destroy an idea. At ease before you sprain something. What are your high-level thoughts of the most recent episode of Stranger Worlds? It wasn't my favorite. Mm. Yeah, I think just when you can, when I compare it to how much I liked the, I liked it. I liked this episode, but when I compare it to how much I liked the previous episodes, mm, well, I wasn't that into it that much. Yeah, it did feel like a, for me, it felt like a huge departure. It didn't have a lot of the flair that the other episodes had. Now, we did get into some character development, uh, you know, for Spock and T'Pring, as well as Nurse Chapel, but it wasn't my favorite either. But I did enjoy it, though. I thought it was a fun episode in parts. Some of the proposed fun by some of the antics that were going on on the ship, I didn't think they were all that funny. I think they could have made it a little bit more funny especially talking about the uh, Enterprise Mingo. I thought they could have been a little bit more funny. But overall, the thing I enjoyed it did not love. Did not love. So we start the episode. We start the episode with this whole wedding sequence of Spock and T'Pring. Now, for you, that scene probably does not mean a whole lot, this Caliphate scene. I didn't have any background knowledge when I originally saw it. You had to explain that to me later. I knew he was dreaming. I knew it was a whole like human, half human thing. I wasn't that interested in it because I'm not totally into the whole Spock and Supreme situation. Like, I just don't care about their relationship. I want to see them explore space. 
Oh, wow. So. Interesting. Interesting. So on a show where we're diving deep into character relationships, this one just doesn't appeal to you at all. I mean, maybe if Tapring, I guess they're, I don't know if she's going to be like a main character or not. Um, it was my understanding that in TOS, she was like a side situation. And so when she was introduced to me, that's kind of how I viewed her. And I really liked the people on the ship. Like I like Laon and Nurse Chapel and Mabenga and all the people that we've already been introduced to. And I just felt like they lost a lot of screen time. Yeah. So I could hang out with Tapring and Spock's body at that. Yeah. Spoiler alert. Yeah, well, we've dropped the spoiler warning, so you're totally okay. cool with that. Tapring, I don't know if I think I'm liking seeing a lot of her in this series. I do agree with you taking away of other stuff we could be doing, but I think it was kind of cool for people who like to us to see the beginnings of this relationship uh, in the episode that this title is kind of playing off of, which is very much a Spock to Pring episode in TOS was Amok Time, where uh, we learned that Spock is going through Punfar, uh, Vulcan mating ritual, which was very secret, by the way, I don't. I don't understand how nobody knew about that, but then Mbinga can do this Katra transfer thing. But it was very secret in TOS and nobody knew what Spock was going through. Spock, Spock basically commandeered the ship <laughs> to try to get back to Vulcan to mate with his beloved Tapring. I showed you him looking at the picture of the little girl, which I thought was creepy. Yeah, you did. <laughs> and His betrothed. <laughs> yeah, understanding. Well, I still, okay, when you said that, Yes, it was a little off, but not for me as someone who didn't have like all the background knowledge because I was like, oh, he's been knowing her since he was a little kid and then he's hanging out with her now. And you could just argue that the only picture he had ever had of her was one from when she was a little girl. Yeah, well, fair enough. Fair enough. But yeah, and I I like Tapring and I think the actress who plays Tapring does a wonderful job or did a wonderful job. Yeah, she was good. Um, she's amazing. I think, I think that she's a very talented actor as well because she really... Like, I felt like the actor that did Spock and the actress that plays Tapring, they are excellent because I really felt like I could see Spock inside of her body and Tapring inside of his body. Like, I really was invested. They, they, they did a really good job. Yeah. Well, let, let's get into that a little bit. So, of course, we talked about the opening sequence, Spock fighting his Vulcan half versus his human half. Uh, his human half actually dies to the Vulcan. Well, he got beat up. He, he's pretty much going to be, you know, killed. And he wakes from the dream, of course. But that's kind of the theme that keeps going through the rest of this episode. And then we get into this situation where they go through this ritual uh, to bring in Spock in order to better understand each other. And then we get a Freaky Friday situation. So for those of us who haven't seen Freaky Friday, uh, explain to us what the heck it is and how it relates to this episode. What Freaky Friday is. Yeah, I don't think I've ever seen it. Oh, whoa. Okay, so there's been like four remakes. <laughs> oh, wow, really? Yeah. Right. <laughs> oh, I maybe like four altogether, but there's been a lot over the years. But essentially, there it's a mom and a daughter who, the daughter's a teenager. They argue. They don't get along. They don't understand each other. And in various remakes, like the, the cause of the switch is different, but they go through something situation and they end up switching bodies and waking up in each other's bodies and and they don't switch back or they have to go through each other's lives to understand to get a better understanding 
So that's Freaky Friday, all four versions of it. <laughs> which is kind of what we get here with this episode. Yeah, which once again kind of threw me off. I'm like, okay, I'm not really here for... I guess I want to see relationships built between the characters, but I'm not really interested in like a romantic relationship just yet. Like I feel like uh-huh. I just got... Like I just met everybody, you know, yeah. like I'm just getting to know everyone, just trying to see where it's going. And so, I'm, you know, I'm just like, whoa, the romance already. And then we got to switch bodies. Yeah. <sighs> I, I do feel like it was interesting seeing, as you said, the acting was really good. Mm-hmm. And it was interesting seeing each of them go through each other's lives, you know, again, to better understand each other. I feel like they both did pretty well in circumstances where they probably should not have. I did find it interesting that Tapring's job is to be a prisoner rehabilitation person. Yeah, she's like, logic. Mm-hmm. and I guess Vulcans don't have prisons, which makes sense. That's yeah. logical. Yeah, so I did like that, and again, it was cool seeing them both switch places. I really enjoyed that. Yeah, I am not surprised that they did a good job. Um, at each other's jobs because, I mean, inherently all Vulcans have the same personality, right? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But you see, Spock had to use a bit of his human side to kind of uh, get Barjan to. Well, he didn't get him to. He kind of just took charge and. <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure that it was. He had to use his human side. It just came out. <laughs> yeah, it did. Now I was surprised by the whole him getting as close as Nurse Chapel as he did in this episode. We learned a little bit about Nurse Chapel's dating life, which I don't know if I expected to hear that explained in this series. Though, if you look at TOS, I mean, you were just talking about this, how she's so reserved and a a product of the 60s. Yeah, I wouldn't I wouldn't describe her as reserved from what I've seen, but she's very much um, like desperate to please. Yeah. And um, I'd. I don't think that type of character ages well. You know, I, no. I, I just don't think. So they just made her really cool. They did make her cool. And I do like this actor playing her now. It's just a totally different spin on that character. And I guess, you know, we we see her in DOS, of course. But I guess they had enough liberty at this younger age to kind of change her a little bit. Or change her a lot, you know, as much as possible. Uh, I do like the relationship between her and Ortegas. Ortegas is probably my favorite character on the show. But it was, I, I kind of like their banter back and forth because I feel they're both kind of funny. Ortega's probably your favorite. You've said that like every episode. Yeah. She's definitely well, your favorite. Yeah, she's awesome. <laughs> she is, definitely. Uh, yeah, I, I agree. I like the friendship. I like those. I liked all of the little side stories, even the yeah. hijinks that you, or the um, bingo that you didn't like so much. Yeah. I enjoyed it a lot. It was kind of like, one of my favorite parts of the show. I think all of those like side stories were my favorites. Yeah. Uh, I want to get into the bingo, but first I want to say, did it seem like Nurse Chapel may have had some type of telepathic ability or something? Because you remember when she's like, talking to her date and all of a sudden she senses what Spock is going through or does she just see Spock and see that as out to get out of this conversation? I couldn't, couldn't quite tell what was going on there. I think the latter of the two, I... When I first saw the scene, just interpreted it as like this happens to some people. But when the other party starts talking about something that you are not ready to process or I, I'm not ready to process, sometimes I just like yeah. tune out, you know, and that's why I kind of felt like what happened. You know, she he started talking about something she did not want to hear. 
she tuned out and then she saw something familiar, which just happened to be Spock at that time, and then tuned back in and was like, okay, something I can process. I'm going to go over here. Which does make a lot of sense because she was talking to Ortegas. She was talking to Ortegas before that. I think Ortegas mentioned giving the key sign or key or get her out of whatever situation she is because they had been through this kind of before. But once you said that, I was like, oh, well, I guess she could be like an empath type situation. Like maybe she's some secret alien creature that nobody knows about. But I know there's a whole like TOS situation, but I can fantasize. (laughs) So the Rogovian Protectorate and this whole um, bargaining to for safe passage through the Beta Quadrant. So they have this huge negotiation with this this alien race and uh, I, I kind of like seeing Pike, which is he's almost always the perfect captain. There's very His hair is perfect. That's for sure. <laughs> Indeed, it is. So it was kind of interesting to see him maybe not really squirm, but kind of get a little upset of not being the hero to save the day with the negotiations that he thought all went well and perfect. But in actuality, they like Spock better than him. I thought that was an interesting thing to see see him go through, which he wasn't, you know, not like he was just down by it, but it did seem like it kind of irked him a little bit to to not be the one to fix the situation. Yeah, I think he might may have been more irked by the fact that he was totally not aware, like caught off guard. Like, you know, I don't know that it was like because I don't he is very attention getting like something about him just commands a room i don't know if it's just his hair or what (laughs) but i don't think that he i think he loves his crew a lot and i don't think that he would really be jealous of them getting more attention but i do think that he takes it personal to be blindsided by information yes yes i can agree with that but it was cool seeing them or seeing him eventually kind of figure it out you know, it seemed like this was so important. There'd be a whole team of people to, kind of, you know, figure out what the heck is going on here with this this alien race. But it was interesting to see the conclusion he came to about the radical empathy and they just want to be treated. Well, they want you to give them they want you to step in their shoes. They want you to feel what they will feel in this situation. That's basically what he did. He he pretty much gave all the bad parts about being in the Federation, which I thought was really interesting. Uh, but it worked out in the end because that's what they wanted. So there you go. Can we back up though and talk about how cool those aliens look? Yeah, I like and the then look. when he looked all, he looked so blue and scary and like gross in a good way. And <laughs> I was like kind of scared. And then when he walked in, he was like, "Hi." Or, yeah. I don't know what he said, but he was so chipper yeah. and pleasant. Yeah, with those teeth, <laughs> it was really intense. Yeah, they did look really cool. I like that. Let's talk in Binga. Which I guess is a two second talk. Oh, we're we talking about the hat. The hat, the whole fishing thing, him being overjoyed. He looks so happy. <laughs> he, he was. He was. Like, uh, it felt like we shouldn't be witnessing the moment, right? Like, he was having <laughs> such a good time. Like, it should be private between him yeah. and his hat. That was that was fishing porn is, is basically what we saw for a second there. It, it was, was pretty intense. <laughs> I mean, that scene, his face, like, in the camera. Oh, boy. Slowly turning. <laughs> Wow. But he was the one who let the information go about uh, what did they call it? War fun goes to die. Speaking of Lon and number one, which leads to. No, it was Ortega who said it. Yeah, Ortega's the one actually said it to them. You're right. You're correct in that. But we figure out as they're staying on the ship, they see two cadets 
try to go out and, uh, or they may have been instance, I can't remember, but they try to go out and sign the Scorch to mm-hmm. complete the Enterprise Bingo. What did you think about the Enterprise Bingo? I, I actually went online to try to get what each of the steps were. To me, they some, a few of them were kind of fun, but overall, I wasn't that impressed with the inter- Enterprise Bingo games or the, the, the challenges. They really, eh, they were okay. <laughs> I enjoyed them. I, I mean, I don't have a whole lot of reference to what can be done in space that might be fun. Yeah. So maybe I'm just not, I just, I just don't know like what other activities could are available, but I enjoyed it. I thought it was funny. Um, I just enjoyed like them exploring, you know, like two people, very serious people being like, what? Okay, well, let's try to have some fun. Yeah. And then the fun is just them competing with each other. Yeah. And then like, I don't know. And then it's kind of like a weird maternal relationship, but they're still very much like friends. It's I just like them. I thought it was funny, the whole yeah. thing. And I like when she shot her. Why would she say wait right then? Yeah. One, two, wait. I shot her too. <laughs> yeah, that was my funnest of the challenges that they actually participated in. It was really weird and interesting to see both of these two hard, gruff Probably two hardest characters on the on the ship, I would think, kind of have try to have fun. Well, maybe like stoic, you know, like serious, like they don't About show the a lot business. of emotion kind yeah. of situation. I don't want to call them hard because I all of those characters are kind of hard. I mean, if you think about backstories and stuff. So. Yeah, that's true. So it was it was cool to see them try to have a little fun. Yeah, but you can find the entire bingo list online if you just do Enterprise Bingo search. Again, most of them, yeah. But I did like the I did like the stun duel. I thought that was pretty cool. And then they signed a scorch where all of the lower ranking officers who complete this challenge head out and, you know, somehow on a ship to sign the one part of the ship that hasn't been changed. So do you think you would have completed the bingo? <sighs> I would have. No, I wouldn't have made it. <laughs> no, I, I think I definitely would have. I really love bingo, like as a general rule. Mm. And uh, I wouldn't have been able to, like, resist checking off a list. Bingo. And it looked fun. Yeah. And it's it's not bingo, really, is it? It's just It was just a list. Right? It's blackout bingo. Blackout bingo? Yeah. It's when you have to get all the cards, like, all the spaces marked off. Yeah. All the boxes okay. checked. Oh, okay. Wow. Yeah. I've literally never heard of blackout bingo. I really love bingo. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh, yeah. And their bad cop, good cop, I thought was really funny, too. Yeah, it was hilarious. It was really oh, cool. Yeah, that was Probably one of my favorite, maybe my favorite part of the episode. I thought it was funny. Yeah. Bad cop. And I almost want to see them switch roles to do, you know, I want to be the bad cop. And then I, I, I don't think Lauren can be the good cop. I, I don't. <laughs> that would be very hard for her. It would be. But, you know, she's she can do the hard things. So Abinga is able to get the Katra transferred back to the right body. Again, I find this kind of weird because nobody even knows what Punfar is at this point. But um, if Mimbinga, how do Mimbinga? I say Mimbinga? I just Mimbinga's not in TOS though, right? He is a couple episodes. He's a minor, very minor. He's not in there much. He's a doctor. Yeah, he's not the chief medical officer. Though. And he is he in it the whole season? He's just in a few episodes. Like at the beginning or throughout? Uh, I don't know which episode numbers, but it's three. I think maybe in season one. 
if you know you're listening, write in and tell us so we can research it later. But it's it's not that many episodes. He's in he's oh. more of a background character. Oh, okay. I think he's in a, he's in there even less than Nurse Chapel. And Nurse Chapel isn't isn't in, in every episode, I don't think. Um so yeah. Spock chooses himself ultimately. Or he chooses to be himself. He says he can only be Spock. Oh yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah which, you know, embraces both of his halves, which I think is good. As he should. Yeah, so I really like that. And it was interesting how <laughs> Tapring only saw Spock as he was betrothed to her, but she just thought he was just doing it because of duty. She oh I, I think I Well just, she said at the very end of that. I episode. might have missed yeah. it. Mm-hmm. So that was interesting as well. But they came to an understanding through their I spelled duty wrong. <laughs> but they came <laughs> they came to an understanding by the end of the episode. <laughs> Spock saw his death. <laughs> she she's laughing at my notes. I was typing on the phone, okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. But I, I, it was interesting how they both came to, you know, kind of understand each other a little bit more by the end. I'm pretty sure we're going to see a lot more of them in the next few seasons. So, um, you yeah. think both characters are going to be a big deal? I think we're going to see more of Tapring because, again, if you go to the uh, Amok Time episode, Tapring really effing screws Spock over. She, like, tries to get him killed, basically, in that episode, which maybe I think we have reviewed that. You can look at our feed. We've reviewed it. I'm sure uh, she didn't mean any harm. She did. <laughs> well, the, for the same reasons they're fighting in this episode, he's off doing his Starfleet thing and leaving her by herself. So that that is that thread continues TOS and she eventually tries to get And there killed. we have it. A woman getting mad over a man doing something he always did. He's not going to change. Yeah. Uh, yeah. This is okay. true. Okay. All right. Well, oh, I like Pike's green tunic. That's a throwback to TOS as well. Kurt. I can't see anything but his hair. <laughs> so why don't you tell everybody listening, what do you call Spock? What, Hot Spock. I thought you called him Sexy Spock. I call him Sexy Spock, too. Yeah. Hot Spock. No. Sexy Spock. It doesn't matter. <laughs> the most attractive Spock. Oh, man. Leonard really Nimoy fans Spock. are going to be coming for you. <laughs> yeah. And now they're all going to think I don't like to bring because I think Spock's. Spock is oh, hot. Oh, that's what it is. Well, that's what it no, is. No, that's not it, but <laughs> it does seem logical at this point. <laughs> Highly logical. <laughs> Anything else about the episode you would like to bring up or mention that we may have glossed over or that you want to go back to touch before we kind of get our ratings for the episode? Did I mention Pike's perfect hair? Several times, <laughs> in fact. <laughs> um, Let's see. Oh, I like when Spock punched the guy. Yeah. I don't know why he brought Nurse Chapel to that meeting. That was weird, right? That was weird. I I mean, I think if I was the prisoner and you brought like a highly illogical human to this meetings of the minds to bring me back to logic and away from crime, that would seem a little weird. It's weird. It's weird. Uh, it, it definitely, I'm not surprised it threw him off. You know, I do think that he would have been an asshole. Well, <laughs> he would have been an <laughs> asshole either way, but... um. You know, he was definitely caught off guard. I don't know why. I still can't make it make sense why was Spock, other than just like an emotional support human. Yeah. Which maybe is what she was. I think that guy did have one of those faces. Oh, yeah. I mean, he's, he, he just came to ruffle some feathers. He even said at the end when he's like, when I came here, I was <laughs> maybe considering like or something like that. But it wasn't very convincing. No, no, I, I didn't believe him. So, yeah, let's get ratings. Oh, ratings. Okay. Yeah. How do you rate this episode? I'm going to have to give it a 3.5. 3.5. Wow. I think that's the lowest Strange New Worlds rating we've had so far. 
You're welcome. From our guest, Ashley. (laughs) (laughs) But I can't fault you too much because I'm going to be at a four. I enjoy the episode a lot. If I was, if it was just like a single episode, I would rate it higher. But when I compare it to how much I enjoy the previous episodes, like, and I mean, I really enjoyed those episodes. I enjoyed this one, but like, I really enjoyed those. So there was not a pro an active problem. I think no was my issue personally. Like that's what I, I like an active problem and figuring out how to impress in a diplomatic way, like people who are pleasant and coming onto our ship and smiling at us just didn't give me the same thrill as like planet about to be destroyed. How can we save it? And a lot of episodes are like that from, you know, tricks past. Yeah. And it was, it was nice, you know, but 3.5. I did like a lot of the comedic moments. I thought were really good. The freaky Friday moments. I think were good. Uh, seeing pot Pike, Pock, see Pock, Pock, <laughs> seeing Pike, come in there when when they had initially switched bodies and all the confusion that was going on there i thought that was really funny um so yeah yeah uh, it had some definitely had some great moments but four for me guys listening what did you think of the episode let us know you can send that in to fans at discussingtrek.com or hit us up at discussing trek on any and all social medias we're going to save the answer from last week's trek trivia until john is back hopefully next week and we'll also have a new Trek trivia for you at that time. Ashley, thank you for joining us. Yeah, because I don't know any Trek trivia. <laughs> <laughs> but hopefully we can get you back sometime. Yeah, it was fun. Bye, All Trekkies. Right. Until next time. Until next time. Live long and, and prosper. Thanks for listening to the Discussing Trek podcast. For more information, go to discussingtrek.com slash subscribe. You've been listening to the Discussing Network. Find out more at discussingnetwork.com.